Hey there, I'm Renee, a former hot mess shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke to debt-free minimalist, started a money-generating blog, and healed my marriage while being a homeschooling, stay-at-home mom. And I did most of this with nothing more than a library card and a prayer. Looking back, there is one thing I wish I had had a friend to share the journey with me who actually understood what I was going through. This is my hope for the Unstuffed podcast, to be a place where you can shake off the need to people please and where we can both show up as our authentic selves, even if we're still in yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if you spike your coffee. As always, let's keep this simple. Life is hard enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. It is me, Renee. Um, I'm really excited about today's podcast episode because this is a blog post that I had written or very similar to it years ago. Um, And I'm rereading the blog post and rechecking all the information because the idea was coming back into my mind today. So I went into my old files, looked it up, and was like, yes, Renee, thank you for preparing for this because I had so much good stuff in there that I can't wait to share with you. Um, So this podcast episode is all about how you need to stop planning to die. Um, And so many of us don't realize that this is what we are doing we think that we are just enjoying life. And I think, I don't think the term is cool anymore, but it's best known as that YOLO living. You only live once. Living, you know, which the mindset often goes around, I don't want to save my money. We need to seize the day, enjoy the now. Tomorrow is never promised. Um, And while that is so true, if you pause to think about it, you'll realize that that YOLO lifestyle isn't really about living, it's about dying. You're afraid of dying, so you're in a panic trying to soak up as much life as you can. Um, and that's just so unfortunate because so often we are missing bigger pictures, we're missing bigger planning, we're missing bigger opportunities because we are not even thinking about tomorrow or the next day. Um and I'm, I'm guilty of this. This is something that I used to do because, you know, my dad passed away when I was 19. I had several friends whose parents passed away at young ages. And early on, I had that realization that, whoa, people can die. This is a thing. You know, I didn't really get that before. So I never wanted to spend my time um, depriving myself. I always felt like I was depriving myself if I was saving money or planning for the future. I thought I was um, depriving myself of something in the now. And I'm so thankful to have cultivated a balance um, and shifted my mindset with this belief. Because um, taking the time to have vacations or buy things that make you feel good or truly enjoying your life right now. There's nothing wrong with that because I think a lot of times that's what people think. If I say the YOLO mindset is an unhealthy mindset, they're like, oh man, your life must suck. You must be so bored. 
you probably don't do anything fun, you know, and I get it because that was 100% how I felt. But it's absolutely not because in reality, living that YOLO life and just giving into instant gratification and doing whatever felt fun in the moment was also leaving me really broke and struggling behind the scenes. There was also that feeling of opening my bank account and seeing no money or seeing negative money and feeling this like sinking in my gut, this depression, beating myself up, being so mad that I don't have any funds left. Um, And that's not a good feeling. That's not how I want to live my life. I don't want to live my life feeling broke um, and depressed. I don't want to live my life trying to find happiness in a new pair of shoes. I want to find my life in my life's purpose in something way bigger than a pair of shoes, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, feeling broke is not happiness. Um, and you know, I think while we are most definitely the highest of the food chain or whatever you want to say, the most intelligent life forms. So they say, um, the animal kingdom has really figured this out more than we have in so many ways in the sense that if you consider like a squirrel or a chipmunk, they plan for that winter. They plan for those moments of potential starvation and scarcity. They scoop up the acorns. They, you know, get everything prepared for themselves, but they're also running around, scamping around and living ultimately a pretty carefree, enjoyable existence. They'll play with each other. They, you know, like I said, scamper across telephone poles or what have you, while at the same time, like, oh, found some nuts, I better gather them, you know, that kind of concept. Um, But yet we obsess about this fear of death and aging. And I love this thing that I read. I don't know why I got rid of this book. It was during my minimalist get rid of everything phase. And I want it back so bad. I should just go to a used bookstore and get it. But Cameron Diaz had a book called The Body Book, which is great, but The Longevity Book, um, where she talks about how 40 years old used to be the average lifespan in the 1700s. So not Stone Ages, like 43 was the average lifespan in the 1700s. And that puts so much into perspective for me because my dad died at the age of 43, which is what sent me into that panic. Like, oh God, I could die at any point. Um, and now, however, oddly enough, I like turn on that Hamilton soundtrack and it's the very last song where it's Eliza Hamilton singing, um, what would you do if you had more time? I'm trying not to cry because I cry every time. (laughs) She's talking about wanting to do as much as she can with her life because Hamilton did die around the age of 40. So what would you do? if you had more time and she's wanting to do those things with her life that he didn't get the chance to do. And so now instead of me being like, I could die at 43, I could die at 43 and just burning up, you know, all my jet engine fuel on random stuff and quick opportunities. Um, I love the idea of thinking I could be the Eliza Hamilton. I could live till, I think she lived till 80 or 90. I know Hamilton, the musical all too well. Therefore now I know history, but, um, what can I do with my life so that it's, I'm not just like a pointless blip, (laughs) you know, you know what I mean? Um, but also still enjoy my life. Like if I want a new pair of shoes, I still want to be able to buy a new pair of shoes. Um, so the sad thing is, is that now the age of 40 is an age that we complain about an age that we dread like, Oh God, I'm 40. Oh, it's the worst. But 
I try to surround myself with the women, mostly the women, yes, because I am a woman, who celebrate that age, who are like, uh, I would never be 20 again. I don't ever want to be 20 again. And I am most definitely one of those women. I celebrated my 30th birthday so hard because I was like, see you later, 20. You suck. <laughs> you were so terrible. I was so insecure, such a people pleaser. Um, you know, the mental struggle of being in my 20s was awful. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I was just wandering aimlessly through life. So getting to the age of 30 was like, oh, freedom. And I can only hope that I carry that same zest and desire with me into my 40s, which is only five years away for me. Um, and a funny thing is that they say people who celebrate aging live an average of seven and a half years longer. So for those of us that embrace the aging process, we get to live longer, which some of you are like, well, I'm content with not celebrating that because I don't want to live too long, you know? Um, but I think it's such an amazing blessing. And I think when you have a better attitude, you're capable of doing so much more and leaving such a bigger impact than you could if you didn't, if you kept a negative attitude. Um, and this disconnection that we have from our older self is leading to a lot of people not preparing to be old. And there are like 43 million billion. Oh my gosh, I can't remember now, but I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of people over 65. I think you can all think of a lot of them. People are living to retirement age. It is a thing. Um, you know, Stanford University did an MRI scan um, study that um, people who found, they found this in their study that people who thought about their future selves, so if they were prompted to think about yourself in the future, their brains responded as if they were thinking about a total stranger, which means we have this disconnect from our future self, which is really unfortunate because when we get to that future, which knock on wood, I pray to God, most of us inevitably do, um, we're left scrambling to try to take care of that person. And that person's older and doesn't want to do the work that a young person could have done to prepare, right? Um, but then, of course, Stanford paid attention to the people who did feel a connection to their future self and then dived into the differences between these two groups of people. So the people who felt connected to their future self were better at delayed gratification because they were, of course, thinking about themselves, not just in the now, in the sense that they might die in 10 years, but they were thinking about and planning for their future as well. And when at the age of 50, they were also in better financial states. And again, this is something I can't stress enough because I know so many people who have gotten to retirement, who are inching toward retirement and are still forced to continue working because they didn't do any of the saving um, in their earlier years. And that would just suck because so many of us plan for retirement to be those relaxation years, um, which again, might just be that YOLO living. Like I'm going to enjoy the day today and oh, I can't wait till the day I can just enjoy it forever. But if you're not preparing for that day, it's not going to be as enjoyable. And this is so not me trying to like harp down on you. I'm realizing I'm rambling, but I am so passionate about this um, because it is something that I have had to work at myself and something I think is so important for each of us to remember, you know, and to 
be okay with connecting to this old, wrinkled, weathered down version of ourselves. Personally, I love me an old person. Oh, I could spend all of my days surrounded by old people. I, the Dalai Lama is one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. I love my grandma. I used to love going to the old folks home just for fun. And you know what? Now my kids are in public school. I should be going back to the old folks home. I always wanted to volunteer when my kids were younger, but it was tough with the kids and I had so many excuses and now oh, I should just truly do it because there's so much knowledge and experience to be learned from people who are ahead of us, who have lived more than we have. Um, and it's important to remember that, you know, that could be you truly. Um, and for me, what I used to give into quick impulse buys or quick little flashes of fun, I now want to invest so much in life experience. I love um, investing in online courses. I love investing in travel. And of course, I still love going to like the movies. And I do like buying cute new clothes if I see something that I really feel like I would wear a lot and enjoy. Um, like, Because like I said, some people think that idea of if you're planning for your future self, you're just a boring a boring person who has no joy. <laughs> it's quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. Um, so there was another Stanford study. This is really handy to know and be aware of, and I'm going to give you guys some ideas on how you can better plan for your future self if this is something that you are not great at already doing. Um, another study that they did was they created avatars for people to imagine themselves when they were old. And then they would... After giving them this visual aid of themselves as an older person, they were prompted about financial questions and financial planning. And the people who were given their avatars were 30% or were able to wanting to, they were wanting to save 30% more. So they were more connected to that future self, wanting to make those bigger financial commitments rather than just being so focused on themselves right now. In other words, I think it is so important to dream for bigger than today. Live today, soak it up, but dream bigger. Like I said, you know, giving into a pair of shoes isn't really living. The best way we can live, and this is something Tony Robbins teaches, is we all have four basic human needs. This is something I talk about all the time. We need to have our needs met. We need to have love and connection. We need consistency in our lives and stability. We also need inconsistency and change so that we can grow. Um, and we all seek a feeling of status or of wanting to feel important. Um, but two things that so many people never achieve is that feeling of purpose and growth. You know, if I think you can attest to, if you can think of someone who you've known your whole life and you're going, they never grew. They never changed. They never expanded their mind. Um, and that's a fairly common thing, unfortunately. So by allowing yourself to think of yourself on a, in a broader picture, rather than looking at the small wins that you could accomplish today, the little bursts of happy that you could chase right now, start thinking about what a life of purpose and growth could look like for you. I think so often we settle for way less. This is something I talk about in the Minimalist Reset program. This is something I talk about all the time. I feel like if you've been following me for even like a week, I feel like you've probably heard me say this, but 
I reference that what I call the drive-through life all the time, where you crave a beautiful, yummy, juicy gourmet burger and then convince yourself you're content with the McDonald's burger. So often that's what I think of when I think of the YOLO living, where you just want to quickly give in to those impulses rather than truly going after something that could grow and enhance your life and leave an impact when you do leave this earth. Um, so always, always take the time to dream beyond today. Think about who you want to be when you are 80 years old in a rocking chair and you're telling somebody about your life. What do you want to have said? You know, do, do you want to have like, well, do you think you'll talk about all the amazing sales you hit up and your closet full of shoes? Like maybe you will. I always go for the shoes because that was my biggest struggle when I was younger. But for me, I want to be able to like tell amazing stories, amazing stories of growth and endurance and the things that I accomplished and the people that I helped um, and the mark that I left on the world. That is who I want to be. That's what I, I imagine that future self all the time. And to help you put yourself into the shoes of your 80, 90 year old self, there is actually an app that I'm going to link to in the show notes called the aging booth app. So you put your picture in and it ages you. And I want you to embrace those wrinkles because remember, some people don't make it past 43. My dad did not make it past 43. Back in the 1700s, people were not making it past 43. Those wrinkles are a sign of life. Those wrinkles are a sign of a gift that is not granted to everyone. Whew. So I hope you can remember this today so that you can enjoy your life now, feel connected and embrace every single day that is to come and do your best to live each of them well. Thank you so much for tuning into the Unstuffed podcast. I'm so glad that you were here. And remember, I love to hear from you guys as well. So please take the time to write a review so that each week I can read one of your reviews live on the air. And if you're not quite ready to be done, don't forget that you can head to reneevenice.com slash links, where you can access some of my free trainings and my free guides. You can also gain access to my programs and my trainings, including mini school. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, keep it simple. Life is complicated enough.